Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by mother and son duo, Miss Meredith Marks and Mr. Brooks Marks. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hi, how are you today? I am good. Where, what's going on with you guys and where are you? Are you guys together even though you're on two different Zooms? No, I am in Park City and Brooks is in New York City. Yes. You're in New York. Where are you in New York? I'm in New York. Uh, I'm in, like, I'm right on the brink of Lower East Side and uh, East Village. Have you been here the whole time since the reunion? Like, did you just stay in New York? Uh, I actually go to NYU. So I came back to New York in the fall and I've been here ever since. Oh, wow. We'll talk about that. That was one of my questions. I didn't know you went to NYU. Yes, I do. And how is Utah, Meredith? How's, what's going on there? It's, it's great. I just got back. I spent um, the end of last year pretty much between New York and Florida, so I haven't been here for a bit. Um, and it's, it's great to be back. It's absolutely gorgeous here and a bright blue day. I should be out on the ski slopes. (laughs) Well, thank you for not being on the ski slopes and doing this. Like, did you have any way back when, did you have any reservations with moving to Utah? You know, like from Chicago, you know, you hear Utah, you do think Mormons, not there's anything wrong with Mormons. You just, when you're not used to that kind of takes over the culture. Like, did you have reservations in moving there initially? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it was a huge change. Um, You know, culturally, Utah is very different. And moving to a ski resort when I had, I'd never even lived in a suburb. I mean, I'd only lived in a major city in my life. So that was just a massive change. Yes, I was very nervous about it. And took some time to adjust for sure. It wasn't like, oh, here you are. And like, life is good. 
No, it definitely took a little while. It definitely took a little while. I mean, I loved it here, but it was very hard for me to slow down to the pace. It's it's a very different pace. Chicago moves pretty quickly and Utah, you know, things move just slower. It's It's wonderful once you acclimate to it, but it takes a moment to get used to it. And what about you, Brooks? You were born in Utah? No, I was actually born in Chicago. Um, I was raised in the same area my mom grew up in. My dad grew up in a suburb of Chicago, but um, it's actually really cool. I went to the same school that my mom went to growing Uh, up. So it was a huge move when we uh, went to Utah, but we had lived in Toronto a little bit before that. So it wasn't like the first major move, but it was a pretty significant move because like my mom said, it was not a city. It was total ski town so big change. yeah and it's i mean i think that's well i don't know as a viewer that's one of the things i love about like real housewives of salt lake because you know all these shows are filmed even if they're not like the oc like they're filmed more or less during the summer i mean not necessarily because of covid but i think that's part of like like the backdrop on rho sl like the snow and it's just you guys have like a beautiful scenery yeah utah is visually like off the charts it is incredible did you have any reservations? I mean, I'm Jewish. I'm not religious at all. Like, did you have any any reservations, like, you know, being Jewish and moving to a community that's mostly Mormon? Like, just from no, a religious mean, point of view? Yes and no. I am very proud to be Jewish, um, predominantly because of my history and heritage, much more so than the religious aspect of it. So that probably took away a little bit of the trepidation because I'm not a highly religious person. Um, But, you know, there is in Park City a significant Jewish community. It's not massive, but there's a temple and, and there is a community here for sure. I'm not really religious either. So I, you know, I'm proud to be Jewish culturally, but I'm not really. So when did you, and I have a lot more questions for you too, Brooks, but when did you go on your friend date with Lisa Barlow? Like how soon after that happened in Utah? Like you didn't meet Lisa until you moved to Utah? No, I did not. Actually, my first Sundance in Utah, um, I have a, a couple of friends from New York who come in every year to produce events. And because that's what they do and that's what Lisa does, they of course knew her and they said, oh, have you met Lisa Barlow? I said, no. And they immediately connected us. And maybe a week or two after my first Sundance, we had our our date. And it was love at first sight. It's love at first sight. We were at the St. Regis. She was like super late, like very late. And we ended up there for hours. Is she the latest out of, I had her on this show. I have to say she was exactly on time is she the latest out of all the (laughs) cast members i mean i heard you know i I don't know from you for just i heard that she's late but she was she was right on time is she the latest out of all your cast members um probably not i i I don't i honestly i'm not really entirely sure on everyone's punctuality but i feel like that everyone's kind of late here and there (laughs) we're not the most timely bunch No, I think housewives in general, in my experience from those that I've chatted with, are not always the most timely bunch. Maybe it's part of the job requirement, right? What about, did you know any of the other women? Like, who'd you know before the show besides Lisa? So I met Heather through Lisa about 
three to four years ago. I don't recollect exactly. Again, a Sundance collaboration. Lisa had introduced us. Um, I, at the time, it was before I'd opened my store and I was doing a pop-up during Sundance and Heather came in and it was really fun. We did a whole activation with her on a Sunday morning with um, hangover IVs and B12 shots and stuff like that. So it was, it was really fun and that's how we met. Um, we did not know each other that well. Like I, you know, did not know her all that well. We'd gone out a handful of times since then. Um, and then the rest of the ladies are, are much more recent friendships. Those hang, I don't know, maybe they work for you guys if you both have them. Those hangover IVs do not work for me. <laughs> I think they work really well. You do? <laughs> I've never tried one, honestly, but I do remember at that pop-up shop um, that Heather had some beauty lab people come and do those shots at. I remember I got a B12 shot for, I think it was energy. I have to, I yeah. Like, Maybe I just haven't gone to the right. It's like, I never go for them. It's like, right. Like I've been at parties where they've had them and I'm like, all right, well, I mean, you're right next to me. I'll, I'll take one, but they, I've never had them work for me. Well, <laughs> but if you're just at a party, you're probably not terribly hungover. You're in the getting hungover phase. No. Okay. Let me clarify a day party. Like say like you're in the Hamptons on a Saturday after you've been out uh, Friday night and there one is you're like, all right, I'm standing right here. I'll do it. Never works for me, but hmm. I have to try it. All right, let's play, before we get into some more questions, let's do word association. You both can chime in on this. Like if I was going to say Lisa, like what would the one word be that comes to mind for Lisa? It has to be only one. You could say as many as you would like. <laughs> and Brooks, well, the first you can thing feel free with to Lisa comment. that came to mind is, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> she does. What about Heather? Heather, uh, witty. What about uh, Whitney? Whitney, uh, fun. What about Mary? Mary, um, inspirational. These are all positive. And what about Jen Shaw? Unpredictable. Those are good. Brooks, do you have any words for any of those fine women? I feel like my mom summed it up perfectly. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> what about, did you guys watch, like, not even just Housewives, but, like, did you watch Housewives, Bravo, reality TV? Like, were either of you, I mean, you don't have to have been, but were you reality TV fans before this even came into your life? Um, I had not really watched much of Housewives. I'd watched a little bit of reality TV. I'm not a huge television person to begin with I'm you know I usually will turn on like CNBC or something like that um but Brooks definitely knew a bit more than I did he gave me a little bit of an education did you watch it all Brooks like were you like a huge Bravo fan um I mean I hadn't watched until I remember my senior year of high school which was almost four years ago now um some of my friends had like a little watch party for uh the Beverly Hills reunion. So I did go to that. But I mean, watching the reunion was really interesting because I hadn't seen this whole season play out. So it was definitely um, enough to make me want to watch more. <laughs> did you give your mother any advice just with like the little bit that you've watched like when you and were you like ecstatic when your mom was cast on like as one of the housewives? Um. I mean, yeah, I thought it was really exciting for her um, to be a part of it. And 
I, I mean, there's no one like her in this world. She is such an incredible woman and I'm so grateful to have her as my mom. And um, I was really excited for her to be a part of it because what you see with her is just like what you get. She has no ulterior motives. Like she is just being herself. And I think it's really hard to find people like that um, who are so open and honest about being on a reality show. So I'm very proud of her for doing it. I know she was stepping out of her comfort zone. Um, and I think she is incredible. Hey guys, I know that one thing on a lot of your minds who are reaching out to me is saving money for 2021, as it should be. And listen, if you're still paying exorbitant amounts of money every month for your wireless, I really have something great of how you can save money. It's Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. That's right, 15 bucks a month. I switched. I was paying around $150 for my wireless before. I saved $135 a month by switching to Mint Mobile. I now pay 15 instead of 150. That's right, guys. Mint Mobile's plans, it's premium wireless for just $15 a month. And for everyone who's skeptical out there, the way they do it is there's no brick and mortar. They eliminate all the traditional costs of retail. It's all online. How brilliant. I don't know why someone has not thought of this before. And all plans come with unlimited talk. I mean, have you ever heard me talk? High-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And before everyone freaks out because we don't like change, you get to keep your own phone with Mint Mobile. You keep your same phone number with Mint Mobile. You keep all your existing contacts. Everything stays the same. And listen, if you're not 100% guaranteed and happy, they have a seven-day money-back guarantee. But I'm telling you, if you want to save money, there's a lot of other ways I need to save money in 2021. But this one, I have gotten figured out. Mint Mobile you get premium wireless. The plan start at just 15 bucks a month. So to get your wireless plan for just $15 a month, you get it shipped to your front door for free. What you need to do is go to mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. That's mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. And yes, you are going to cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash velvet rope. This is, this changes the game, guys. 15 bucks. If she wasn't cast and this show went on, like, you know, if you guys, if you were watching this show, Brooks, just as someone who's, you know, having said all that, would you have just been like, I can't watch this. Like my mother should be on this. I mean, you are perfect for the show, Meredith. I mean. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's not the situation. So I feel like it's hard to give an answer to that. But I think, um, it's super funny and very engaging. What about why do you think Salt Lake works as a location? You know, because like when Andy Cohen mentioned it at Bravo Con for the first time, people were like, what the fuck is this? Excuse my language. <laughs> I'm from New York. I can't help it. Um, you know, like, but like, what is it about Salt Lake? You know, and like, do you think there's all these misperceptions about Salt Lake as a location that maybe are not misperceived anymore? Well, I, I think there's always going to be some misconceptions just because that's life. Um, but I, I think Salt Lake is, is really interesting because you do have a, you know, 
legitimate city that is right next to this, you know, five-star ski resort. And it brings all these different elements in. And then, of course, you have the culture and the religion and all these different aspects in one, what I honestly believe is one of the most beautiful states in the United States. I mean, you know, the audience has yet to see massive parts of Utah yet. There are so many other areas that have, you know, not been shown that are absolutely incredible. So it's interesting because it is like a melting pot in this very unusual way because of the international draw from the ski resort and also from the Mormon religion when, you know, people go on missions, they, they are bringing people in from all over the world as well. And that changes the cultures and the dynamics. So it, it's interesting. It's a pretty place. I mean, I've been there before. What about, did you have, so when, you know, you got the show, it's a reached out to you like you've got it like were there any reservations like is that a like let's sit down with the family like was there a family discussion did you have any reservations did Seth have any reservations Brooks were you like "Uh, I don't want to hear it you guys have to do this or did you have reservations so if I say to you I had no reservations please put me in a hospital immediately because there is something wrong with me (laughs) um you have to have reservations you know it's it's you're you're putting yourself out there in the public eye and it takes a moment. You have to think about it. Think if it's the right thing for you, for your family, for your business, you know, and, and even your friends, it it impacts every aspect of your life. So it's a big deal. And it's giving up control. I mean, really, if people come in and think they have control over their edit or what they're going to say, it just doesn't work that way. No, there's Mm -hmm. no control. And and, you know, and that's fine. It is what it is. You know, I think you have to have the attitude that, you know, I know who I am. And so whatever anyone else wants to believe, that's on them. It's not on me. And I'm not going to worry about mm-hmm. it. That's a good totally. attitude. And yeah. I mean, I think it was definitely a decision that my mom made herself. Um, and I mean, I gave constructive feedback like pros and cons whatnot in my opinion but I mean my mom at the end of the day it's about her and um she I mean she did it and we're here yeah so I'm very proud of her when when you guys started filming or maybe this is more for you Meredith but like when you guys started filming were you like okay you know this is what I expected or were you like holy shit like these women are crazy this is not what I expected. Like, how is the, like, when you first started, was it not what you expected? Or were you like, oh, whatever, I've, I've got this in the bag? No, it was definitely not what I expected. It was, you know, a much larger um, just amount of time that you're being followed by cameras and whatever else than I would have ever anticipated. Um, and it does take a, a, a little a moment or two to really sort of warm up and get used to it and and feel comfortable being yourself um you know which is why the first week is probably just like getting your feet wet and 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 you know getting oriented with everything so yeah it was it was definitely um surprising you know i didn't i really didn't know exactly what i was getting into especially because i really had not watched much of housewives before so i was really wait i have another question 
Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo celebrities to bring you new creative content every day, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist who's a professional that fits your needs and the things that you want to talk about. So you may not have the same issues as I do. They also deal with LGBTQIA issues, anger, grief, trauma. If you are having relationship issues, if you're in a relationship, good for you. I'm not. They really deal with everything and everything you share is confidential. So I cannot stress how much because of this job that I love so much, it has caused me some issues and BetterHelp really is a lifesaver. Right now, if you guys also want to start living a happier life, as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash velvet rope. And as a listener, you guys get 10% off your first month. Try it. I promise you, you are going to feel so much better once you talk to one of their licensed professional counselors. And listen, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. DM me. Let me know how it goes. This has been a lifesaver for me kind of like learning the process but in a way that probably makes you a great housewife because then you're authentic like to Brooks's point and you're just like wait I'm supposed to do something like you know you're just authentically yourself yeah I mean that's the one thing I kind of laugh when people are like saying that things are contrived and not authentic and whatever else I wouldn't have known to do that I wouldn't have known what to contrive I wouldn't have known how to go about doing that I didn't know enough about the process to do anything other than just be authentic and be myself. Do you think that was, you know, cause I think with this franchise specifically, you know, like other franchises have been around forever. Like, yes, they have new housewives every year, but you know, with this franchise, you know, there's been 10 to 15 years of housewives out there. There is a lot of chatter. I don't even think necessarily with you, but like, do you think any of your castmates, weren't authentic like was anything like did anything shock you I asked Lisa the same question like when they said okay wait the cameras are rolling wait that one over there is way different than she was three minutes ago was there a lot of that I don't know if it was like so much like oh this person is so different as much as like I definitely was surprised by certain behavior in general um some of it you know is just a matter of seeing people in a different dynamic like like for example with lisa i've known her for many many years but we don't really have a lot of overlapping friends so i've never really seen how she engages with other friends and that's like oh you know so you're like oh that's not exactly what i i thought it would be or it is what i thought it would be but i knew her the best of anybody so everybody else was even that much more of a surprise you know was Lisa more controlling in a friend group than you thought? 
I don't think she was was controlling of me in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I don't I don't really think that um, I don't think she really tried to control anybody except herself. You know, I think that's really it. I think her her main concerns um, were about how people were interacting with her rather than you know trying to control them. That's valid. What about who seemed the most different than you expected or when cameras were rolling? Um, I, I guess I would say I was probably the most surprised by um, Jen's outburst. You know, I, I really hadn't seen much of that side of her previously. So, you know, I, I'd seen a little bit once at a dinner, but like not much. Um, so I, I was... I, I did not know that she was, you know, quite as uh, hot-tempered, I guess, would be the way to put it. She can go from zero to 100 in a matter of seconds. Yeah. What about, sure. I mean, even this even came up on Watch What Happens with Andy Cohen. Like, what about all the chatter that, I mean, because it goes to her. Like, she's the one that people say is acting, is acting for cameras, is not authentic. Like, every scene is so dramatic. I mean, Andy even asked her about it. I can't answer. I, you know, I can't really speak for somebody else's actions. Um, I, I would have to say if it is for camera, they are based in, in, in reality. I don't think anyone can just put all of that on entirely. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. What about the fact, you know, we talk about filming and like we're used to it. What about, you know, and Brooks, this is for you too. You know, because you said, like, your mom was so authentic, which I agree with. But were there times, you know, because you did early on have scenes, like, in the bedroom, like, with Seth, like, your father. You know, like, as this was being filmed, were you, like, were you ever aware of it? Like, oh, like, this is going to be on TV. Like, I'm putting my marriage out there. You know, like, those scenes must have been hard. And, like, Seth, for you, was that was that hard to watch back? Yeah. Um, it's really hard. Seth and I are in a fantastic space right now and um, probably like the best place we've ever been in our marriage. And so when you go back to a place that wasn't so pleasant and was really very hard, um, it is really hard to go back there. And there are multiple, you know, episodes where I have broken out in serious tears. So yeah, it is very difficult to watch. It is. What about you, Brooks? I definitely agree. I mean, I knew about my parents' separation. I didn't know the degree to, uh, of which, you know, I don't, I don't watch it play out. I'm not in the room with my parents when they're one-on-one. Um, so it was interesting to see how their dynamic was. And I mean, it was honestly really sad to watch at times, but um, I mean, I was very proud of them for being honest about it. And I mean, my mom easily could have just, you know, acted like she wasn't separated, but she was honest about it. And um, I'm super proud of her for that. And it was difficult to see. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back 
and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or, of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top-shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. And, like, you know, that's the kiss of death, like, once you sign up for one of these shows. Like, everyone will turn on you the minute they're like, wait, you're hiding all this from everyone? Like, this is what you signed up for. So I commend you all for, you know, it's what you signed up for putting it out there. And that's great that you guys are in a good place now. And the reality of it is, I mean, so much of where Seth and I are today is is rooted in housewives and um, you know, I, I've said this before, I'm probably the only one on this planet who can say that my marriage was honestly saved by housewives coupled with COVID. So <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. And your children. And my children. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, no, I think you are maybe one of the only ones that could say that. Yes. You know, if we go down <laughs> the list and I can tell you all the marriages that didn't quite make it or, you know, kind of fell apart as a result of reality TV. What about, right, so I mean, those scenes are obviously hard to watch back. And to your point, Seth, like, you know, I mean, Brooks, you know, as far as your children saving, you know, so you came home, like, to help, you know, like with what Meredith was going through. Is that really why? Because there's a lot of online chatter about this. Like, listen, there's no shade here, guys. We're just like, I'm on your side. You know, I love you, Meredith. But <laughs> so don't shoot the messenger. But you know, what about all that online chatter of like, Brooks? You wanted to be on TV. You moved home to film a reality show to get in the public eye. There's a lot of that, you know, as opposed to like, I moved home to help my mom with what she was going through. I mean, I find it really funny, actually. Um, But no, that's not the case. Um, I mean, my sister was away at college. It was her first year. My brother had started his job. My parents were separated. um, And my mom and I do have a very special bond and I'm extremely grateful for it. And I knew that the separation was very difficult on both of my parents, but um, I don't know. I mean, on a real level, when they were separated, um, I felt like I had a really strong support system for my mom and my dad, but like more so for my mom, I was very much trying to be there as a pillar of support for her as much as I could. And um, some of my other siblings were trying to be very supportive of my dad. You know, we were just all over the place trying to um, support both of our parents. But it just made the most sense for me to be there to support my mom. And I also was having some 
conflict at school. Like I had transferred universities a little bit and um, it just made the most sense for me to go home and be there for her. What, what Brooks did that he's not actually taking credit for is pretty incredible because, um, you know, I have, we kind of started a rule, so to speak, with, with our children, with my oldest son, Reed, which was that second semester, junior year of um, college, they would take the semester off. Reed went and worked in London for the semester. Chloe will do something as well. That was Brooks's second semester, and he could have gone anywhere in the world and had a multitude of different experiences, and he took it upon himself to be there for me, which is really unbelievable and touching, and um, I love you, Brooks. Thank you. Mom. I feel I, I don't want you to feel like upset about that. I always am here for you, always. I love you more than anything. I love you. You guys are mother and son goals. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've heard this before. I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell you this. Well, there's a lot that you don't see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is Brooks your favorite, Meredith? No, I love all of my children. I do. I, my, I, I really am very hashtag blessed to have three incredible children. They're all very different and wonderful, wonderful people. Are we going to ever see your other children on the show? Chloe and yeah, um, Chloe will be here um, part, you know, of the winter uh, this year. And she was around a little bit last year. Um, you saw her in uh, at, at our home that night and a lot went on that night and she didn't want to film so much after that. And so she kind of took a moment, but I think she's ready to move forward. Reed is working 24 seven, you know, he's just starting out. So probably not much of him, to be honest. What does he do? He's uh, in, in real estate finance. So that's busy. Yeah. Is I actually live with, oh, sorry. No, go on. Oh, I was just saying that I live with Reed in New York right now, and it's actually really incredible seeing, like, I thought he just actually, like, didn't want to be a part of the show or didn't, like, want to come home because he knew my mom was filming, but he legitimately works so hard. I've never seen anything like it. He gets home at, like, 2 a.m. and, like, goes to work at 8 a.m. It's insane. That's, I mean, especially now during COVID, like, you know, with everything going on. So that's, mm -hmm. it's good to have a good work ethic. Mm -hmm. Look, and in COVID, he has to be grateful that he has a job coming right out of college and everything. So totally, you, know, you got to put in the, the time and the work. It's just part of the deal. And, you know, you talk about certain cities, you know, New York is certainly, you know, we're certainly not the city where work is not valued. I think we work in New York harder than plenty of other cities. No offense to any other cities. It's just, this is why everyone's single in New York. It's all about like work, 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 your career, and how are we going to get ahead? Yeah. So do you love 100%. living, do you love living with Reed in New York? I do. I definitely do because I actually had a really bad um, breakdown when Reed went away to college. It was like the first time my family dynamic had been shifted and it was a major change um and i was really upset that he was gone so now that i've been able to spend the time that i have with him here i'm very grateful for it although he is constantly working just like 
running into him in our hallway of the apartment. <laughs> Are you happy it, to be back at NYU? Yes, I am. I love New York and it's such an incredible city. I think so. I mean, I like Utah, but I think New York is the best city. I've traveled all over the world, but I, this is, who doesn't love New York? Yeah. Well, you guys, did you get to spend time together? You must have, when you came for the reunion, Meredith. Yes, yes, yes. I spend, I spend quite a bit of time in New York, so. What about, you know, we talk about filming and were you shocked and like watching it back, you know, these scenes with Seth, like, are you shocked at the people, again, online, not me, that say, Meredith, this was like fake, you know, like you had problems, now you're back together, you know, it's the opposite of what Brooke says, is like, you're authentic, like, that this was all for a storyline, like, what do you say to that? Or are you shocked even that that's become a thing? Um, You know, when I first heard it, I was very shocked because it was very real. Um, But when I sort of look back on it, I, I, I do understand it because, you know, we're starting at a moment in our life and nobody knows anything leading up to that moment. Nobody knows that Seth and I had been, you know, separated on and off for a very long time. And so it does seem like it moved very quickly. But what nobody realizes is that we were already into the process. We had just never had the exact type of separation where you see when, you know, when Seth leaves the house that day, where we really took time with zero communication, you know, not seeing each other, living totally separately. That was what was different. But we had been in this process of being separated for a very long time already. Right. That makes sense. What about, are you, why do you think Jen Shaw is so obsessed with the status of your marriage? Projecting and deflecting. Sums it up. That sums it up. I mean, there are, there was something today I read about, like, I mean, people are saying, is she getting a divorce? I'm not saying that. I just read it literally 20 minutes ago. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I am not going to speak about something I don't know about in someone else's marriage. I will just say I have no idea. Well, what about this? You say that Chloe, there was a lot going on that night and she didn't want to film. Is that because of Jen's JJ, as Brooks had a reaction to? Yeah, um... And, and Brooks can speak to his reaction on that on his own, but I will say um, that was a very small part of the evening. Um, is it uncomfortable? Yes, it is uncomfortable. Did we see naked vagina? 100%. She was not wearing underwear. She did the high leg kicks repeatedly over the night and was told over and over again by her two assistants that were their genuine vagina showing. Um, so, you know, it was an issue, but that was only a part of it. You know, she was, um, uh, repeatedly trying to get Chloe to swear in front of the camera when that was really one of the first times Chloe had been on camera. It was the first time Chloe had met Jen. It was, that was a night that was supposed to be a family night where she was coming over to meet my daughter. And then we were going to go out after, um, and, you know, it, there was just a lot of stuff that went on that was uncomfortable, you know, her kind of grilling Chloe about um, her boyfriend, who Jen knew they were taking a break at that point in time and kept calling him by the right, wrong name repeatedly after being corrected. It was just, it was a, a multitude of things that were just felt um, 
like uncomfortable. It just uncomfortable is the word. And so, you know, if it was just the vagina, I don't think anyone would have really cared. It was the cumulative nature of the entire evening. And, oh, yeah, that's and that like, she's not at my house every week. Like she says, that was probably the third, maybe fourth time she'd ever been in my home. Maybe the third time she had met Brooks, the first time she was meeting Chloe. It was just, it was a, it was a lot. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a very condensed um, version of everything that happened that night that went on for several hours. Um, but based on the condensed version that you did see, I actually thought it was like not a big deal. And seeing um, some of the audience feedback saying like, taking everything so seriously, I just thought it was kind of funny because it, to me, it wasn't like that big of a deal, that little condensed part. So I thought it was kind I of I mean, funny. if anything, Brooks was kind of making a joke of it. Like obviously his, her vagina was not in his face. He was joking around. He was trying to make light of the situation that, was a little bit uncomfortable and it kind of just snowballed, you know, and that's that. I mean, it really was not that big of a deal. They were a little uncomfortable. I have a feeling, you know, maybe Jen had a little bit too much to drink. I don't know. That's not on me to decide, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal in and of itself. It was turned into a very big deal. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, so funny to me that it's so serious it's not that crazy of a thing i took it i mean i I think it's people not understanding your dry sense of humor brooks i thought it was funny (laughs) thank you i thought it was i'm glad you got the vibe (laughs) yeah i mean i got the vibe i thought it was funny i was like are you to that point you know this is just one of the you know now infamous brooks marks scenes like are you shocked I mean you have to be aware like you are kind of like the breakout one of the breakout fan favorites Brooks like you've you're the honorary housewife I mean you guys have to have heard this before like I can't you know (laughs) I mean it's it's so so flattering I'm I the show is about housewives living in Utah it's not like here comes a 20 year old college student so I mean I was so flattered um by the feedback and I'm sending all of my love and support back to everyone who's sending me theirs. It's so, I'm so grateful and appreciative. What about you, Meredith? Like as one of the cast members, you know, like to have Brooks kind of be a a fan favorite amongst many. I think it's fantastic. You know, I I think, look, obviously I absolutely adore Brooks. I love him. I think he's one of the most incredible people on this earth and to see other people be able to appreciate him I think is amazing you know it's great have you guys heard from anyone like either Brooks or you Meredith and like Brooks maybe like any other housewives children or like who have you I know Meredith like you had when you were in New York like you met up with Dolores you met up with Joel Zarin when you were in Florida I have my eyes on you Meredith but (laughs) you're paying attention (laughs) I am paying attention um this is my life's work I mean come on um but where you know like have you heard from anyone since the show came out like who are who are your Bravo fans and Brooks same for you um, yeah, I mean, I've heard from quite a few of 
of the housewives, mostly, you know, DMs or text messages just that are really nice and like encouraging. Um, let's see. Uh, who have I heard from? From, uh, well, obviously, you know, Jill and Dolores. And then um, also from New Jersey, I've engaged with Jackie a little bit. Um, I have uh, from Dallas, I've heard from uh, Carrie. Um, a little bit with Deandra, um, OC Bronwyn, um, who am I missing? Brooks, am I missing people? I'm sure I am. I have the worst memory. And have you, Brooks, <laughs> like, or any other fellow children, housewives children? Um, actually, this isn't a housewives thing, but I love Katie Maloney. She's, like, the best. I met her, actually, in my mom's store. Um, and she's been so supportive of me and, um, she's just so kind and I really love her. Nothing wrong with the little Vanderpump Rules. Did you watch Vanderpump Rules? Um, no, I didn't, but I did watch, um, like a first season of Beverly Hills where they blended a little bit. So I did see that after I found out that my mom was going to be on the show. If you ever have time on your hands in between NYU, that is the show to watch, Vanderpump Rules. definitely. That's on my list. What, like, what's the best piece of advice that Katie gave you, like, now that you're in the public eye and on one of these mega Bravo shows? Um, I wouldn't say it's so much advice. I would just say (laughs) she's been super kind and supportive, and um, it's just been super heartwarming to have her support has anyone given you advice Meredith like before like when you were first cast you know like once it was announced like did you hear from anyone or it's just now that you're connecting with all these people um you know really at the beginning not so much I a few years back spent a little time with Caroline Stanbury in Dubai and she told me a lot about her experience with ladies of London and honestly that did come into play quite a bit in me deciding to do this. Well, we love Miss Carolyn Stanbear and we love Ladies of London. What is, she's recently engaged. What is, like, did she give you any advice? Like, what's the best piece of advice she gave you? It was a little less about advice because I had no idea that I was ever even going to be considered as a housewife at that point in time. But it, it was more about her experience and she spoke so positively about it that, um, I felt like it was something I could move forward with. You know, I I felt like it's worth a shot. And I was very nervous doing this. You know, it's, it's a big deal when you're, I've lived my life private, you know, I'm not one who's out there and it was a big adjustment for me. So her experience definitely was uh, a, a positive for me in saying, okay, I think I can do this. So, like, really, does the world that loves the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City have Carolyn Stanberry to thank for you? <laughs> Probably at some level, yes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm all for that. What about, did you guys ever go down, you know, I talk about all these things that we see online. Did you ever go down, I mean, I know it's still new, like, the, the, ro- the, the road of social media, you know, like, you start reading all the comments and if you didn't, how were you, you know, I mean, everyone does, no, no shade, but like, did you go down that, like, this person saying this about me, this person saying this, this is a question for both of you. And did you take it to heart or were you just, I mean, sometimes it's like a process. You go through that for years, months, days, until you kind of come out the other side. 
Yeah, I mean, initially, you know, you're sort of like, oh, wow, you know, you're taken aback because you, you hear someone's view uh, of you, which is made on very limited information. You know, they're only seeing snippets of, I mean, what happens? It's all real. Nothing's not real, but you don't see the entire picture because you'd have to be living with me 24-7 to do that. And um, so, you know, sometimes I'm just like, wow, how could this person think this or whatever? But then I'm like, well, they don't see the whole story. And, you know, yes, at first you're sort of taken aback and then you say, I don't care. You know, I really don't. I mean, if you love me, thank me. If you hate me, I'm sorry. That's, I am who I am. I can't do any more than be myself. What about you, Brooks? Um, definitely agree with that. At times, um, depending on what it is, like if um, I'm completely misunderstood, like sometimes I'll laugh it off because it's so far-fetched and inaccurate that I'm just like, this is actually funny to me that someone would come to that conclusion based off of what they, the small snippet of me that they've seen. Um, or, I mean, sometimes I do get a little bit upset because I wouldn't want to offend anyone but I know at the end of the day, like what I've done isn't offensive in any way um, because like no one understands the full grand scheme of the things. I'm not a main cast member on the show. Like what you see of me is legit two minutes, two seconds. Like I'm literally just my mom's kid. So like the opinions that people formulate or like criticisms, um, they don't hold much weight because they're making it off of such a small thing. But Mary actually gave me a really good piece of advice that has stuck with me. And she told me that, um, what was it that if someone is talking about you, like just know that you made enough of an impression that they wanted to talk about you. And that stuck with me. I think that's good advice. I would agree with that. I mean, I'm a Gemini and Geminis like to be talked about good or bad. So I feel <laughs> it's better to be talked about negatively than positively. And like you said, no one really knows you. I have some questions about Meredith Marks jewelry and Shopworks Marks, but before we get there, speaking of Mary, what about like, you know, a lot of these shows, I mean, I know this is your first season, Meredith, but like a lot of this does play out on social media and like in a way the show has become, there's as much going on on social media and in real life than actually happens on the show. What do you think about something like, you know, Mary's rant which is everyone has heard where she's saying why did these people give so little money and i want i need more money and if these people are poor i don't want to be around poor people and if they're not poor and they're rich then they're cheap and cheap is even worse and i need to go buy dior or louis or whatever it was yeah i mean i did ask mary about that when i heard it um and she explained to me that it was, you know, really part of like a lesson in the church that was, it was not, it was taken out of context basically and was not meant to be um, representative of, of, again, it's a snippet, you know, it was a, a, a part of something, not the whole thing. All I can base my, you know, interactions with Marianne are what I know, which I did go to her church and I did see how she engaged with her congregation. And honestly, it was beautiful. Like she loves them, they love her. And it, it, the whole thing felt very, very positive. So she told me it's something that was part, a, a small part of a lesson that was taken out of context. I believe what she tells me. 
I have no reason to disbelieve that Mary has not lied to me. She, you know, she's been very honest with me. So I have no reason to not believe her. Okay. Thank Well, thank you for that. What about, let's talk about Meredith Marks jewelry and then we'll talk about shop Brooke Marks. And then I have one or two more questions. So like, how has the show been for like your jewelry? Like, how did you get into this? You know, tell me everything about your business. So, um, I started my business, uh, about 12 years ago and I was, um, in real estate development and owned a health club and, um, came out of a totally different world. I mean, I went to law school, I went to business school and I was mugged one morning and decided that I really wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And I wanted to be very passionate about my career and jewelry was something that I was always very passionate about. And I had originally started undergrad as a fine arts major. And so I studied at the GIA, the Gemological Institute of America and started educating myself learning and then just dove in head first. I'm a lawyer too. Did you ever practice law? Not really i mean you're not missing anything to that was sitting in judges chambers for my sister's divorce (laughs) but but i was not the real attorney i had she had a real lawyer that actually practices it's funny how there's like no lawyers that practice anymore like there's not one person i went to law school with that's still practicing law so i don't know if there's one that i went to law school with still practicing either to be honest i have so much respect for you too that's so intense it was intense. Just boring. Really just, I don't know how else to say it. It was just boring. I was like, but I practiced what corporate tax. What kind of law tax. did you practice? Corporate tax. Oh. I'm like, I always yeah. say like, I'm like a closet smart person. I just don't want to talk about anything of real substance. I just want to talk housewives, housewives. and fun stuff. <laughs> Not that housewives isn't substance. It's just, yes. But I did practice corporate tax law for way too long. What about, so you like your jewelry has been worn on, like, have you met like Rihanna, Courtney Cox, like some of these people? Some of them, yes. Some, no. Um, it depends, you know, how, it, how it came about. Like, yes, Courtney Cox, I've met Rihanna. No, I have not. We just work through her stylist. Um, so it, it just depends on the situation. More often than not, I, I'm dealing with somebody's stylist, but occasionally they're personal relationships or they become personal relationships as they, you know, have gotten to know the brand better. Are you the type that ever gets, or either of you, you know, like Sundance or in New York, like, do you guys get starstruck, you know, like a Courtney Cox, like friends, if you did meet Rihanna or you're just not, some people just don't get starstruck. <sighs> I'm really not one to get starstruck. I, you know, in my view, people are, we're all just human. And, um, you know, is it exciting? Yes, because it's great branding for me. Um, And yes, it's exciting to be recognized by someone who is so recognized by so many other people. But, um, you know, to me, it's just, it's another person. It's a person who's been successful in what they set out to do, which I very much respect, just like I respect someone who excels in the business world. It's the same thing in my view. Yeah. What about you, Brooks? Um, There are definitely people that I would be starstruck by. Like if Nicki Minaj walked in front of me, I'd probably fall on the floor and cry. But, um, and like, I love Jennifer Lawrence so much. Naomi Campbell, I'm obsessed with her too. 
Um, there are like three, like I just listed three celebrities that I would definitely like cry if I ever saw them. But, um, and also with my mom's jewelry, when she has um, a celebrity client, I definitely get a lot more excited than she does. Like when um, we, when I saw that Rihanna was wearing her ring, it was, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's kind of a big deal, Meredith. I mean, Rihanna's Rihanna. Yeah, I mean, of course. And I do, She's it's not humble. that I don't think it's a big deal. It yeah. is a big deal. But I don't, I just don't, I just see, you know, Rihanna is top in her field. You know what totally. I'm saying? Like everybody else who's top in their field. And do I respect that 100%? but she's still a human being. She's still, you know, living and breathing and eating and drinking like the rest of us, you know? Totally. I'm somewhere between both of you. Like I, it's, you get starstruck because of that they're, they're top in their field. Like almost like, how could you accomplish all this? You're so good at what you do. I can never do any of this. But yeah, like if a Cher or like a Madonna walked in front of me, I would literally, I mean, I've met Cher before, but just- I've cried every time, but that's a whole nother story. This is not about me. <laughs> well, what about, so I mean, it, the show must be good for business though, right? Like it's gotta be helping. Oh, absolutely. Not that you needed absolutely. help. And no, what about- it's, it's just more exposure, you know, which is always great. And Brooks, I mean, with you, I have a bone to pick because I have to say I have tried both times, or I think, I don't know about the first drop, but I have tried to purchase- Hand to God, I'm not just saying this to kiss your ass because you're sitting here. I have tried to purchase a Shop Brooks Marks both times. I want the full thing and both times. Listen, I'm not on social media. I'm on social media for the podcast, but by the time I clicked over, sold out both drops or all we'll three drops. We'll have to get you on. Seriously. And then I was like, I'm, I'm on your email wait list, but I literally have tried to purchase it now twice and it's been sold out. So I knew we were going to sit down. I figured I would just bring this up face to face with you. <laughs> So yeah, I want to rock the whole thing. I, I want it. Oh, thank you. So how how is how is that? Like it's it's got to be it's got to be good for business for you. Yes, definitely. Brand awareness has increased exponentially for me, um, and I'm super grateful for that. Um, and we definitely will have to get you a Brooks Mark set. As I'm not trying, trying to get, not trying to get anything for free. I just, I, I really, I really want one. Um, so that's good. I mean, are you going to keep this going? You know, like now, are you, are you studying something related to this in college or is this, is it all related? No, I mean, everything is kind of related in one regard or another. Like I do study marketing a bit at school. Um, it's a portion of my concentration as well as, uh, finance, but, um, no, I'm not necessarily in fashion school, but I do take courses that pertain to the fashion industry as well, like history of fashion and design and whatnot, architecture even, which is a completely different field. But um, yeah, so it's been really cool to get to manage a brand and um, see so many people enjoy what I've created. Sure. Well, I've become, I'm obsessed and I really want one for real. <laughs> I will post it. I will rock it. I will do everything. Thank you. So Meredith, I know, you know, the reunion's over. So do you feel, do you feel that this, now that you're through with the reunion, like has this, like has Real Housewives of Salt Lake, other than the fact that, you know, it saved your marriage, which, you know, or has helped your marriage, which is a huge thing. Like, do you feel changed like as a person? 
Oh, I mean, absolutely. Like this is such a, a, a process, you know, in the same ways that it um, helped my marriage, it, it really was very much a, a personal growth journey. Um, it's, you know, I always say it's like a love-hate relationship. Of course, there are moments where you absolutely hate it and you're, you know, agitated and annoyed and whatever. But for the most part, the love comes from what really helped my marriage, which is that you really do have to look introspectively. You do have to look at how you react to people, how you respond, how you engage, how you disengage. And um, it, it's very important. And, and you're, you're reminded of things that you may not remember normally in real life, you know, like, I mean, just things come back and, in in it, normally they may be things that you would just sort of like you move on from and you kind of can't and you have to really learn how to address everything and, and analyze your feelings about it and it's it's, it's many ways very therapeutic and you don't traumatizing, have to but therapeutic. traumatizing but therapeutic. <laughs> right it's like you watch yourself back and you're like okay you don't have to give me any spoilers because we all know that's a no-no in the Bravo world, but was the reunion easier than you expected? Was it what you expected? Was it harder? Um, I, I think it was probably easier than I respected, expected, mainly because I <clears throat> was going in with this uh, sort of like worst case scenario um, outlook, you know, not really knowing what to expect. So I think at the end of it, it was easier. It was very long, though, I will say that. And it was intense. I mean, don't misunderstand me. It was very intense. But I think I sort of had this perspective that, like, it was going to be total insanity. Did someone get it harder than the others at the reunion? Like, was it one person who was, like, everyone kind of came for? Or just they just had a rough time of it? Um, I wouldn't say there's there's one person that everybody came for. But there are def there definitely was someone who got more of the brunt than others. But you know, everybody had things to resolve. And do you feel after the reunion more has been resolved? Like, do you feel better, or do you feel like, I wait a second? I think there's partial resolution. I think there's definitely still issues, you know, outstanding that need to be addressed um, or probably should be addressed and uh i'm sure they will be who do you like right now today at, as of this recording who do you have the biggest issue within the cast um i think i'm gonna leave that because i don't i don't want to lead too much you, you will you will know it by the time you see reunion <laughs> Brooks is smiling like, why did he ask that? Here are my final <laughs> two questions. Since you are Meredith Marks, gorgeous jewelry, studied genealogy, Brooks, you have shop Brooks Marks, fashion. Other than yourself, Meredith, like who has the best fashion? You too, Brooks, and who you think needs a little help in the fashion? Just on Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean, I love Mary's closet. I mean, anyone who has seen it has to. She's got incredible... Um, just an incredible collection altogether. Um, so it's very impressive to say the least. Um, and, you know, I, I said before, and I've said this before, 
maybe it's changing a little bit, but the one who at least going into all this cared the least about fashion was definitely Whitney. She just didn't really care all that much. She seems to care a bit more now. I'm not saying that she was not well-dressed. I just think she didn't really try as hard. Um, but I don't know if I would still say that. What about you, Brooks? Who do you think besides your mom is the best dressed? Uh, you really got me with the besides my mom. But um, <laughs> everyone has a really unique, cool sense of fashion that definitely works for each individual, I think, for sure. What about Meredith? Who do you think, these are literally the last two questions. One, who do you think has changed the most as a result of this show? I mean, that's a really tough, question I would probably say Heather how so um I think that she was going into this really making a lot of of kind of trying to make a lot of personal changes both just from leaving the church which you know when it's such an ingrained part of your life is a very big deal to trying to I think come to some resolution with her divorce which you know had gone on for quite a long time. I mean, it was, you know, and I, I think to her embarking on this journey, she really was wanted to um, move past these issues and really has worked on it. Who do you think enjoys being in the public eye the most? Who do you think enjoys the fame the most? Hmm. I, that's in flux. I think there are different times where I could say everybody's enjoyed it the most and, and everybody has had moments where they've probably hated it too. I mean, when, when it's good and everybody's loving you, we all love it. And when everybody's hating on you, it's not so much fun. So I, I, all of us. Okay, fair enough. Last question, not who you get along with or don't get along with. If you put a producer's hat on, you're coming back next season. Not everyone's coming back. Who would you not invite back from this cast? Just someone can't come back. That's a tough question because I do really believe that every single person in this cast brought something and an element where the dynamic would have been entirely different without any one person. Um, honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Brooks, do you have an opinion on that? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you didn't answer that one. I'm definitely not. <laughs> Brooks is like, I'm media trained and I'm not answering that because I don't want any of these women coming after me. I mean, it's just like so many, there was so, everybody is wired so entirely differently that um, that would be really tough i mean i i honestly don't know that i as a producer i don't know as myself it may be a different story but as a producer i'm not so sure i would cut anybody i think that's also what makes the show so entertaining because like they all are so entirely different yeah like without one person it, the whole thing like you said it's totally different so i think that's a huge asset to the show 
I think so. And just to say, as we wrap up, I think the show is very well cast. I don't say that about all the franchises. Like you said, like there's really no weak link. I mean, I could pick one out if there was a gun to my head, but it wouldn't be you and it wouldn't be Lisa, but it really is well cast. (laughs) And, you know, bravo to like, we're starting out with like a racially diverse cast too. So that's great. Like, so I cannot wait for next season. Where can everyone find both of you online so people can get on the Shop Brooks Marks waiting list and they can miss out on the drop as well? (laughs) A lot of people actually didn't miss out on the drop, which is really exciting. I'm so happy that people are finally getting their packages as well, but we will get one to you for sure. Super excited about that. Okay, I really, I really, this is, I really was like on there and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just like, the, they, it's quick. It went quick. It wasn't like it five did. days later that I was sleeping. It was like three <laughs> hours later and it was gone. But where can everyone find both of you? I'm at MeredithMarks.com. And Meredith Marks on Instagram and MeredithMark0 on Twitter. <laughs> everyone and we're to trying to get her everything. to make a TikTok. But, um... I, you can shop Brooks Marks on brooksmarks.com or on Instagram at shopbrooksmarks or my personal Instagram at brooksmarks. Everyone needs to follow you guys. Is this your first mother and son interview together? Yes, it is. I love it. I'm, this is like amazing. You're both amazing. Thank you, Brooks. Enjoy New York City. Thank you. Meredith, thank you. I really appreciate it. I know we're trying to schedule this for a while. So like, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's been so much fun to chat. Thank you guys. Keep in touch. I'll DM you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.